thanks for tuning in for another episode of Reminders. So today's episode was recorded at least a month or two ago at this point. Um, my friend Lucinda, Kara, and I were hanging out here at the house, and we just decided to spontaneously make a podcast episode. So it's a much more informal approach than some of the other episodes, being that we didn't really intend to make an episode, so there wasn't necessarily a topic at hand that we were really centering around. But Lucinda was over, and we were going to do some paint pouring, and so that's what we're doing while we're having this conversation. And if you're not familiar, paint pouring uh, is this method Kara showed to me recently, like a year or two, no, within the year for sure. Um, so we're using vinyl records, old records that we'll find at, you know, the, the thrift bin for 25 cent, 50 cent, whatever, and um, just repurposing them as decoration. So we'll use the vinyl record, paint it white, and then we have different paint colors with what's called Floetrol, and basically it gives it like this marbling effect. We put the paint into a solo cup and then put the record on top of the solo cup, flip it so the paint falls down on the record, lift up the cup, and you just sort of let gravity do the painting for you. It's a pretty cool process. Um, very, very different form of painting, for sure. It gives, gives you kind of a, um, a time crunch, or you know, this pressure cooker of you are finishing it in one sitting, you know, just kind of like letting gravity make its way, make the paint sway to the edges of the record, and it's a cool process. So anyway, that's what we're doing, we're just hanging out. Um, topics we get into are actually pretty pretty in line with the last few episodes that I did with Kara, where we're talking about our spring reset, uh, we talk about changing habits, and um, I know at one point we got into talking about deprivation tanks and stuff like that. We're honestly all over the board and recorded for at least two hours, if not more. And this is just the first hour of it. So the second hour, I feel like we, we got even more silly. Um, I'm not sure that I'll end up releasing that one or not. It might be some bonus episode later down the line. But um, yeah, without further ado, uh, welcoming on Lucinda and Kara's back on the pod. And we're uh, just being a bunch of silly billies. So hope you enjoy. I also have this thing where I don't like getting my hands dirty. Like specifically with like things that aren't just like dirt and mud, you know, like yeah. earthly. Yeah. But I don't like mud. Okay. It's like too wet. Paint's also wet. Paint's like wet and you know you're gonna have to clean it later. Yeah. You know? It's a lingering job. Yeah. Another to-do item. Yeah. It gives me, like, low-key anxiety to have... Paint coming at you? Paint on my hands. Yeah. Do you guys relate to that at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. <laughs> that resounding silence was making me feel wise. I was really into your paint Yeah. Board. I also really don't like when my feet get wet. Like at all? Like that's like a. Um, what about if it's intentional, like taking a bath? Yeah. Yeah, no, like that's fine. Like if that's I if I choose to like get 
I'm cool with that, but like walking around with wet shoes, and, like feet oh, out, yeah, and, like, I mean, like I, that's like, yeah. something that the I'm afraid squish. of. Like oh, oh god, yeah. Thank you. Well, like or like in, in your socks. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, or just in general, like, just, like with flip flops, even. Yeah, I don't like. Oh yeah, with flip flops it hurts. Cause like it like rubs with True. the water, mm-hmm. True. but like when we have to work and it's outside when it's like have been raining or like it's just like morning and the grass is wet and my feet get wet and then it's just <laughs> I mean it's it, it makes me grumpy. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand yeah, I, that. I totally feel that. But at the same time, like walking with naked feet is really nice. Yeah. Necessary, I yeah. feel. Yeah, inside shoes, not comfortable. Yeah. Without shoes, definitely comfortable. Yeah. Mud, though, I, st- I struggle to walk in mud barefoot. Really? Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But like, Unless if, it's like an experience yeah. that you're looking if that's for, you right. know? Like, exactly. I'm going to go put my feet in the mud. Then and yeah. then I can wash my feet right after. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. like. Exactly. You know, you know that you're going to have exactly. a, a place to wash your feet. Yeah. Like I'm always afraid of like being like on a hike or something and like stepping into the water and then like my feet are gonna be uh, wet the for the rest time. of the time and that's just like that would be terrible. Uh, yeah. But I am itching to go camping and hiking and like just like be outside. Yeah, same. So necessary. Yeah, like I quit hibernation, but it didn't quit me yet. Yeah. Right. Still got some some cold months. Yeah, we do. And like I feel like I have been pretty good, like. Like the last couple winters, like because I, I struggle with winter. I'm a summer baby. I just winter is not good for me. Mm. But I feel like the last couple years I've been working on leaning more into the winter, and that's helped a lot. Like even yeah, just like getting outside on the day, even if it's cold, yeah. just like go outside. Yeah. Like it's cold. I don't want to go outside. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's helped a lot. Yeah, I remember like I must have been last year or the year before, just like choosing to be cold. Like I go outside mm-hmm. and be like, okay. I'm cold. This this feeling I'm feeling means that I'm alive and I'm grateful to be alive. Yeah. So maybe this is refreshing. Maybe mm-hmm. this is crisp and cool and I like it. Right. <laughs> just like kept telling myself, like, yeah, this is a great experience. I like this cold air. It's nice. Yeah. This is why I came here. Yeah. 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 To live and feel the thing. Yeah. So thank you for all this cold. It's great. It's it's definitely changed my my perspective in the mm-hmm. winter for sure. To just start that like thought process. Yeah. Like, I remember too. Right. Yeah. Yay! I could feel stuff. Right. Well, I want to get through the resentment because I just like yeah. it, it. just feels like resentment yeah. sometimes. Why? Like I can't Why? help this. It. Yeah. Like, I feel that. Yeah, I used to get mad. Like yeah. Angry. Like I feel like like as soon as I step outside, like my body would start to hurt. Like I would mm-hmm. really clench up yes. and like yes. it's like it's just hard I to relax was, my body. Yeah, I think that's well, why I was yeah. suddenly committed. Yeah. That's, that's so because true. I was having back pain, especially yeah. in the winter, and right. I think it was a result of that. Just like mm-hmm. really resisting the yeah. cold. Yeah. yeah. So leaning into winter, I totally like yeah, that. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So wise to come to that conclusion. Seriously, because mm-hmm. once you know that. Mm-hmm. Then you can choose to open yourself to the feeling right. yeah. like you're talking about. Yeah. Which, you know, it's just a feeling yeah. that we resist. The resistance is what sucks. Yeah. Right. So I want to get into cold showers. That's but I'm what still I was trying to psych myself about. past the it's <laughs> just a feeling. Right, right. I'm waiting for summer to <laughs> implement yeah, that yeah, joyous discipline. Right. Start it out when it's something like fun and like yeah. a reward, you know, yeah. you're outside. Yeah. I'm gonna go in and take my cold yeah, shower, yeah. you know, yeah. that's something I'm Not in the dead of winter. To, you know? right. Maybe eat a couple mushrooms first, you know, really like 
trick the brain into thinking that that's something that you like. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Or just even microdose. You know? Yeah, right. Just For a, sure. a bite is enough to right open up the uh, neuro pathways. Yeah. It's something we were talking about because we're, you know, starting on a cleanse and mm -hmm. general lifestyle reset. And we were thinking about, like, this would be a really good time to start like an actual like practice of microdosing every day. Yeah. Because yeah. like changing your lifestyle and like getting those neurons rewiring, mm -hmm. like that, I just feel like that's such a yeah, it makes like sense. just like such a partner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, using it as a tool yeah. at that point. Mm -hmm. And legit as medicine, not something mm -hmm. you're really even gonna feel right. intensely at least. Right. You might Feel it a little bit. Maybe like in the beginning, but like once you get used to it, you're not really. Yeah. It's just like I mean, your state right. of mind. Right. No, I'm, I'm on you, you're and that's mind. like. Yeah, here That's some serious reminding, you know, mm -hmm. like repattering your mind. Yeah. I don't know who said it. It's probably just a pretty popular thing to say in the psychedelic community, but the idea that, and I know I've said this to both of you before, but the idea that. Our neuro. There's that chilly breeze. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah, there's that. There's that breeze. We all been waiting for. Yeah. There might be. You might want to use the other one. There might be more on this one. But the idea that, like, if you think of a snow slope as a metaphor of the brain mm -hmm. and the neuro pathways and patterns, you know, neurons that yeah. fire together, wire together type stuff, you know. It being the, uh, so these pants have just been like my art pants. I'm gonna like turn these into like a whole art piece. A whole art, there you because go. Because art pants. I haven't worn these in like three or five years. Somewhere between three and five years. <laughs> because we were tie-dyeing one time and I got some tie-dye on it. Like, like a big blob of blue. <laughs> but you kept them. But kept them because I was like, I, I'm going to have to like figure out a way of like bleaching them or something. To address this one day. Yeah. And then I was just like, alright, I'm out of pants. These are next. <laughs> that was this week. That's so funny. And uh, anyway, so, so we were are. talking about them being our my art pants. I like, like it. Extending it, but uh -huh. but I also don't want them to just be dirty. Just have like blobs. It's gonna be an awkward stage between yeah, now yeah. and when they become art pants. Yeah. I think for now they're just like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me how you really feel about my art pants. I was trying to step into what you left. Are you saying that they're more like fart pants right now? <laughs> not what I said. Those words did not come out of my mouth. That was the bio. In fact, I didn't actually good. say any words. I just like your face and then <laughs> your interpretation. Which said plenty. It's all up to you. But anyway, <laughs> I was talking about something way more interesting than, no, my, I like than my fart pants the before fart that. Pants. Um, but yeah, so the idea that like your brain is wired and patterned in a certain way, just like if you were like sloping, skiing down a slope, you know, you're gonna tend to find the groove that's already been grooved and grooving that, sure. right? So like psychedelics is like a fresh snowfall, mm -hmm. just like gives you like a, a novelty to the moment, you know, you're not just in your patterns and in your habitual patterns of mind and of behavior, yeah. you know. I really like the metaphor of marbles. I don't know that I've heard that same idea, but instead of like ski, I, when I when you when I visualize when you say that is 
key slopes, like yeah. the that width, you know, of like a groove being created on the mm-hmm. snowy hill. Um, yep. But I've always and in all directions, right? Right, it's right. A brain. Exactly. I've always imagined marbles, like in some kind of wild obstacle course. Yeah. Letting gravity, like. The deeper the groove, Mm -hmm. the more marbles go into it. Right, right. I like to think of uh, Pee Wee Herman's. Pee Wee Herman. Do you remember the Pee Wee's Big Adventure? And he had this like craziest like the beginning yeah with with all the stuff that turned like got his breakfast ready yeah yeah i don't remember like any of the objects that were in it but like you know like like, learning stuff that is crazy let's do that oh my gosh (laughs) yes as i have it on dvd (laughs) you do yes oh my god why (laughs) like every i don't know i don't know how long i've been here how many minutes are passing but every so often i'm being reminded like i'm in the perfect place (laughs) with the perfect people yeah, dude. I want to watch. Hundred percent. There's no reason yes. you should have that on TV. And <laughs> there isn't. There is I don't you know shouldn't. why. <laughs> I I am hundred percent with I'm that. Also simultaneously thrilled <laughs> that you have it on DVD. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the right place. With the right so place. Karen and I have a running list of movies that made us feel like that just had a really weird feel in childhood, and that's one for me. Yeah. Because we yes. had that movie at my grand yes. my grandparents' house. And I think it was particularly that scene with the lady in the truck or whatever. March, March. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, there's some weird that. stuff. There, it's the face. The face contorts. Do you remember? No spoilers. We're going to okay, watch it sorry. soon. Maybe even tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we'll put it on we'll right now. We'll see how things go. We can we'll pause what we're doing. <laughs> put it on the big screen. Um, okay. But yeah, anyway, my point in bringing so that you up for was... One? Um, sure. What was my point? I couldn't finish the Pee Wee. His thing. Yeah, so you know, you're rewiring and it's like, but you're like learning new tricks along the way. So mm-hmm. you're like, have this like, um, you know, varying path of, you know, new things. Yeah. It's yeah. not just like. And you're saying you know, that his is the opposite. What? Because he had like, he did the same exact thing every day that it was like a mechanized morning routine for him right but that's how your brain works you know every pathway of your brain is connecting to something it has you know some like one um job you know Mm -hmm. kind of thing and so it's like you're rewiring how that job is done Mm. you know or like adding things to that that like make it an easier experience you know i'm sorry do you mind saying it one more time i keep spacing when you get to like the main point (laughs) Um, maybe because it doesn't make any sense. No, just, no, no, that's cool though. Try it out for me one more time. Okay. Um, so I'm with you like, so far. That that's how that's a good metaphor for the brain. That's like right. this interconnected because, thing where every like, little ping pong of thing, it's like right. the domino effect of like how the whole thing runs together. Right. So I'm, simultaneous I'm connections. Like, okay. When you're, you know teaching your brain how to uh, do things differently or learn something new like yeah, you know you're re- you're rewiring, rewiring yeah. and like forging new paths and it's like each done with some other crazy little um so you're saying that we need to piece. figure out which little like levers and pulleys to access that change is that what you're saying no i think that you're creating a new one Oh, brand new. A brand new, yeah. So it's like you're. But what adding... does it connect to? It needs some sort of skill yeah. or tool or like right. entry access point, right? 
Oh so what would that be? <laughs> or what would an example of that be? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think what it would think? need an access point. It would just like connect to the thing before it. But yeah, but what is that? Whatever is before it. Whatever. So like, like so like for instance, if you're trying to, to like change a bad habit that mm -hmm. like is always triggered by this one thing. Yeah. Then maybe you could use that one thing that always triggers the thing that you don't want. You could have that trigger something that's a new healthy pattern. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like that. Because I mean, that's what they say about addiction is that you you really got to replace them right. with a better yeah, one. Yeah, you know? and that I, makes sense. And well, I see, like that, that relates back to what she was saying about how one one neuron has one job, mm -hmm. right? So if the job is to get from point A to point B, are we going to use addiction to this or to that to get yeah, from point A to point yeah, B? Yeah, wow, yeah. that's mind blowing. I've never really thought about it like that before, but I have definitely been presented with that information that, you yeah. know, to replace one with right. another. Yeah, I've always honestly felt like mm, not so attached to that particular advice, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it does make sense in a way. I, I, I've resonated with it. I just haven't known, like, what that what I would replace it with. I you know, think, I always like, think like meditation or yoga yeah. or whatever, but that there's something about those things that feel more like work than a reward. And that's what's so tricky about and sticky about our current modern culture where like everything is so addictive because it's so easy to have a dopamine hit without putting a whole lot of labor into making yeah. it happen. We can literally just pick up our phone and tap any number of icons and mm -hmm. get a quick little, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, replacing those with like high uh, motivation, you know, like high motivational yeah. things versus just like right. easy, right. low motivational rewards. Yeah. I always think of, like glass of water. If I want to stop doing something and start doing something else, I always think. Mm. I never do it. I never yeah. This idea Drink the glass of water. Or yeah. It's just like mantra. instead of doing the thing, you just think it. No. <laughs> glass of water. Yeah. I like that. That's gonna be both now. Okay. Good. A new mantra. Yeah. While you're drinking the glass of water, I mean that's perfect mindfulness. You know, yeah, you're absolutely. just. Absolutely. That's I am that's drinking what this water. I am this water right, being drunk. Right. Right. Thank you, self. Yeah. I feel like that also gives you like a second to like stop and actually like think about what you're doing mm -hmm. and like do I actually need this thing like if it's like your thing is like you want to like not go for the munchies or something it's like maybe you actually are hungry and right. you're associating with that with munchies like mm -hmm. stop think am I actually hungry right you know before going on with right. the yeah action. actually be in Check the body in. yeah and and what the flow is is this an actual bodily need or am I just acting out of boredom or habit or past identity, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. One uh, quick little boost that I just did right before we came up here is just like cold water to the face oh. a few times. That sounds like, terrible. No, but it's like yeah. such a, it's such a like, like why it's, would I resist it's that such so a microdose of taking a cold shower right. though. It's right. so yeah. much more manageable. I can handle this. Surely. Some cold water to the face. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. it's a jolt of energy yeah. That's, for real. Yeah. It's such the a point. nice refresh. Yeah. If you're having anxiety or like just not grounded, mm -hmm. reset. quick mm -hmm. little reset. Yeah. yeah. Really works. Yeah, it gets you back in the body. Yeah. yeah. And there's physiological benefits of, you know, mm -hmm. coldness on your skin yeah. and like uh, cryogenic therapy is that the thing yeah. that I did that one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever heard of uh, Dow floats? You know, about the like deprivation tanks yeah, and yeah. stuff? Have you ever done one? No. 
So I, uh, I got kind of involved with them for a little bit um, a couple years ago. And part of what they have at the Dow Floats, where they have a few isolation tanks, um, they also had a cryogenic therapy tank, which is basically this little shower pod that you get in, and they shower you with, um, is it nitrogen or something? I don't know the I'm I don't sure, know the I'm chemistry sure. I don't know the chemistry but basically dry ice yeah they they, they pump it with temperatures I was at negative three hundred and sixty uh, what do you what yeah can mm -hmm. you it's like unfathomable what are you saying it's like, insane you know you how much inside of a tank that basically like a little shower pod like a little like like a stand up shower a room a, room, a, a tiny, tiny little room. room a little closet fully clothed no mm -mm. with water no okay. it's it's air. air. Yes, it's gas. Yes, temperatures, like dry ice. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah. That's, okay, got yeah. It. So it's like, yeah, so like, yeah, the the gaseous form of yeah of water. I don't know if it's hydrogen though. I don't know what it was. I feel like it was nitrogen something. So you felt cold. You know, I was in there for like three minutes. They uh, blasted "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen on the. Um, little stereo Brilliant. set they had, which honestly they could have taken the volume down a little bit. It was, was it literally, I was out in the waiting yes. room and it, it was like full volume. Yeah. I just lost it when they I heard probably them start. should have like checked the volume before. Oh, you were the only person in the building. They were just like 60 degree. Yeah. Maybe that's their Freddy process Mercury. though. They're just like, we're gonna shock them with this volume, and that's what he's gonna be thinking about while he's, yeah. he's not gonna be yeah. thinking what like that he's could be. Yeah. Could be. You know, just uh, like I'm gonna need some immersed. consent for that. Like. <laughs> An audio engineer, I need my ears at full capacity. Right. But um, yeah, no, it was it was very interesting. That you know how much we were just talking about resisting, like twenty degrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Zero degrees, negative three hundred and sixty. I don't understand. It's almost inconceivable, but like it wasn't that bad. You know, you, it, there's a threshold to these things. We're used to being in comfortable, comfortable heated environments yeah. and then going out into the natural world where right. it's like if we had spent all day all year out there mm -hmm. it wouldn't be a shock it to the system you know right. that threshold of shock like yeah. once you're shocked you're shocked right you know i'm not going to continue to go to like ah, ah, yeah ah. yeah so it's just like it was cold yeah. it was cold but i was in there such a short amount of time Maybe um, this does not sound like a short amount of time for It might have been two. It might have been two. So, two and a half, something like that. Even but if yeah. it was one, it seems intense. <laughs> I mean, I was definitely like dancing around, like, you yeah. know, staying yeah. alert, but like, yeah. And they, they suggest that you do like two sessions within, I don't know, like a month. Okay. And I, I only did the first session, so I maybe only got half benefit, not the full, full package, yeah. but. Yeah, speaking of package, I kind of felt like I like froze my package off yeah, a little bet. bit. So I was a, I was a little bit like I don't remember what the deal was. <laughs> if I like didn't wear the right kind of underwear or something, like maybe what is I the right kind of underwear. Or like boxers or? versus briefs oh, or something. Okay. I think I had just regular boxers on, okay. so it was like loose air, yeah. and I was like kind of like so slightly paranoid That's about so that after. <laughs> But it all worked out. You're good, I'm fine. But I have not returned. <laughs> so I don't know that I would with my package either. Well, they they actually took that uh, tank out of that location and now that location's closed completely, unfortunately. But it was right up there in Marymount, which is like 15 minutes okay. from us. Yeah. I signed up for a um, the deprivation tank. They had some kind of special where you could I don't even remember how much it was, like 100 bucks, 200, something like that, and you could go every day for two weeks. So I made that a little 
challenge. Yeah, I went yeah. every single day. Awesome. I may, I may, I may have missed like a day or two, okay. but I went basically like 12 times in 14 days, something awesome. like that. It was awesome. I mean, talk about like timeline jumping and stuff. Like, I didn't even know about reality trans surfing or like mm -hmm. really even. I guess I was on the imagination train by then. Yeah, because we. Imagination train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we we were living in this house by that time and. We definitely used imagination to yeah. find this house. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know what I mean by imagination train. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Live from the end. Yeah. You know, we we imagined how good it would feel to be in a house that had a studio and this was a good space for us and you know. But anyway, yeah. Um, deprivation tanks. So you've never done it. Nope. Kara's done it. How many times? I think twice, maybe twice. three times. That's so awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know the, the basic idea of it, right? Tell me more about it. I mean, you're in there for, what is it, Kara? You, you can an do an hour or an hour and a half. I think you could you could do a session that's two hours if you wanted yeah. to. Of course, they charge you by the time. Right. But um, yeah, I've done an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And it's basically just a shortcut to med meditation. You know, it's basically a, a psychedelic experience, you know, just doesn't require a so physical substance. you can't substance. hear anything. You can't see It's anything. depriving all of your senses. Yeah. So you can feel your body, of course, right. and, but but you're in um, highly uh, salted water. Okay. It's just like the Dead Sea, like the yeah. salt content and the yeah. water is so high that you're buoyant. You're okay. just floating yeah. in the tank. And uh, they give you earplugs. You don't necessarily have to have those. It's not like there's a ton of sound going on in the building, right. but you yeah. know, just extra. Did you use earplugs? I have because it helps with the water getting in your ears, mm -hmm. and I just, I, I, yeah, I'm kind of used to earplugs anyway, so right. it doesn't bother me. You also have the option to, um, they play music for the first 10 minutes if you want to help you kind of like ease into it, and then they shut everything off. Okay. So they give you like a couple yeah. minutes, like when you get, get in, in with like yeah. some yeah. like soft light, and they turn the lights off, and okay. then. They some have some music, music you know. and then they shut the music off. But yeah, so like isolation tanks, you know. Yeah. I think that can be another perfect way of re-patterning yourself. Right. Yeah. And I felt like doing it daily was really nice because it took away the pressure of like, all right, this is my big float for the year. Like right. the first time I floated was on my birthday, on my 26th birthday, I think. Mm -hmm. And that was like kind of trippy because my mom was 26 when she had me, that sort of thing. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay. And uh, it was cool, but it was like, kind of like takes an hour to really get into it. Mm -hmm. Unless you're like a really experienced meditator, yeah. really good at getting super centered, present yeah. and centered like quickly. I think for a lot of people it takes about an hour to get into that zone. So I think two hours is probably the better, yeah. the better um, yeah. experiential part. But I mean, I know like, speaking of my mom, like she's not into that idea at all. Like that does not appeal to her. I think for some people just even like a half hour, hour is like a breakthrough dose for them. Yeah. You know, just yeah. to sit with yourself in right. water and darkness, yeah. you know, so. I like that a lot. I like this one. Yeah. You've got like a Easter kind of palette. Going yeah. On. yeah. It's very springy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the thought of a tank, I think 
immediately feels a little scary. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, claustrophobic, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, I don't know, it feels easy to push past that, in my mind, anyway. In the Can experience. Can you pass me a sponge? Ooh, wow, nice! That is really mm. nice. I'm still listening. I don't even know what I was saying. No, uh, I the, a tank claustrophobia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, do you feel claustrophobia like in waking life at all? No, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go into a cave by yourself really? or at all. At all. Oh. No. No, thank mm. you. Really? Yeah. I actually, I went to, I went somewhere with a friend in my younger years. I must have been the gorge, and there was like this walk through of a cavernous type. Yeah. I kind of blocked it to be honest. Like the whole experience yeah. was actually quite intense for me. Wow, tell um, me about it. So like we were like tethered, not super for safety reasons, more so that like we didn't get too far behind. I guess it felt mm -hmm. like an hour and a half. It was probably like not a big piece of land at all. Yeah. But I remember distinctly like having to move my body through these tinier spaces, having to get down and crawl at one point. I was not a fan. Were there, like, um, rails and stuff? No. Okay. No. Huh. Mm. That does we sound did, really intense. Yeah. Like, wall, like, walls right here. Like, close No to lights? Um, it... No. Okay, that, that's, that's that much more intense than what yeah. we've done. Yeah, yeah. okay. There were, yeah. there were portions that were dark, and there were portions that were open. Okay. Enough to, like, see light. Okay. Like, enough light. Like, a lot of light. But you were underground? Some kind of cave, yeah. That's right. That I does sound like it was a spelunking. That sounds pretty, uh, pretty creepy. And my friend and all her family had done it like multiple times and loved the whole experience. I didn't yeah. find anything about the invitation to be threatening. And then what are they getting so hyped about? Right. Part of this is fun to you guys. <sighs> well, we went on a uh, cave like tour in Montana this past summer, yeah. and that was pretty dope. That sounds cool. Cause it was lit. Yeah, there they turned the lights there. off just for a second yeah. for us to like be able to see what it the would be like to be dark. Yeah. But like the lights were on. The there line. was handrails. Yeah. I mean, it did get a little close quarters at certain spots, of course. But, yeah, but it was yeah. like the beginner's trail. Like we specifically did it because yeah. it was like not scary. Yeah. Hmm. Gotcha. I think that if I could enjoy the experience of a cave, maybe that yeah. sounds like maybe I could maybe handle it. Do you ever go to Yellow Springs? No. Let's go up to Yellow Springs. Okay. Yeah, let's do that like soon. Actually, it's a cool like. It doesn't. I keep have to, thinking it doesn't I want to, to go. Yeah. To go there. No. Like it. We've gone we there last, in the snow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Last year. Last year. Okay. Yeah. Was that just last year? Yeah. yeah. Wait, have you never been? No. Oh wow. Oh dude, this is like, rite of passage for living in Ohio, yeah. like Southern Ohio, like. Yeah, it's been on my list. Yeah, Yellow Springs, like hippie town. They've got. Yeah. Really nice trails and access to. Oh, you yeah, know what? I think Ellen and, and I drove through there once, but didn't yeah. spend a ton of time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I would like to experience that. Yeah, just just a hike, just like a little day trip out there. That looks awesome, babe. That's yeah. a sick, it does look really sick good piece. That's like really unique. You haven't done any any like that before. No. Palette wise, or yeah, even really that. like, yeah, the blotches mm -hmm. and stuff. Wow. Mm -hmm. See, when you when you do them like that, I'm just like here. Take, take, take the next one. Take yeah. the next one. I forget I, to even. I, I get bummed when when they don't there. turn out. I, I really do because Can it's you like. Can pour over them? We haven't tried pouring over one that yeah. has dried already. Yeah. Though I, that's what I did with that one, and that one that worked out pretty yeah, well. If you yeah. Pour yeah. It yeah. Into, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. once they're dry. Once it's dry. I don't, we haven't tried that. 
Like, like if you're truly like dissatisfied, right? Yeah. You know? Like you, you could try it, but like, I feel like it would be bumpy. Are you just gonna over? Yeah, yeah. Are you just gonna go over the whole yeah. thing, or like, yeah, I don't know. That'd be tough, but doable. But yeah, that reminds me of Easter, which reminds me I wanted to ask you too. Kara was talking about being a summer baby and. Which is to say, a baby in the winter. Yeah. Um, Who's that? <laughs> Who's the baby in the winter? In the winter and growing in the winter? I mean? meant like you act like a baby in the winter. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have to explain that one, sorry. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, being born in January, which is winter, mm -hmm. like, do you feel like super resistant to winter? Do you feel more comfortable in it? I feel more comfortable than I used to, but really? it's still a struggle. I'm yeah. still livid every January 19th, but my birthday is in January. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like at really? And every year, I'm like, I'm gonna celebrate in July. No one's gonna know. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna know. I think it's a great idea. And if you know, just like, let's do it, okay? Just like be on my team about okay. it. I'm a cancer now, so <laughs> deal with it. Deal with that. What else were you using, Kara? So uh, I can continue uh, building this, but go on. That was it. Oh, I think some yellow. I, I, you know, I feel like uh, I do like December. I like being born in December. Mm -hmm. I like the winter. I, I was stoked when it snowed the other day. Really? Like, I think it's beautiful. I, think. I like looking at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to yeah. be inside so, of it. I mean, sometimes I like driving in it. Like, no nope. hate driving in it. Not if I have somewhere to be, like, a certain amount <laughs> just of time. Driving around yeah, just cruising. Like, it, <laughs> do you do that? Do you cruise? I no. did a little bit, like, on the way home from teaching a lesson because okay. that plaza that we turned into, yeah, yeah. that street gets busy. That's oh, okay. the main drag, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, like, taking a left out of that plaza. I like that you compared it to Coleraine. I feel like that's it, accurate, yeah, except it's, it's, like, it's way bigger. Oh, I was yeah. just on Coleraine yeah. today. I hated every second of it. Yeah, yeah it's definitely like Coleraine, <laughs> but not by much. I mean, it's still just... Your brother Coleman, Kara's brother Coleman, has put it really well, it's always stuck with me, driving up uh, Winton, you know, <laughs> through Finneytown and stuff, yeah. he's like, it's just like being in a consumerist carnival, you know, <laughs> you think of like shoe carnival, and just like the, the architecture yeah. of yeah. like yeah. Kroger, and right. like the plazas and stuff, like, ew! Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's so funny. Yeah, I was literally having yeah. the same thoughts. It doesn't thoughts. have the, the, the little cozy beauty of a small town where you're just like, oh, right. word, yeah. word. It's cute. I'm like Yellowstone's like that. Yeah. 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 It's just so cute. And it's thriving. Yeah. Most small towns are ghost towns, which is yeah. really sad. Yeah. Or they've been renovated, like Cincinnati. Yeah. Small towns are Hawaiian intentional communities. Right? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Are you handing that to me? Yeah. Like good. the inner workings of a small want, town. All of it? Not all of it. Oh, no. this is this is the green. Yeah. Sorry to catch you off. It's okay. What are you saying? Um, the inner workings of a small town are like supportive and inclusive. Like, yeah. It has to maintain itself. Absolutely. So we just need to move to small towns. It's just that, and to me, the only difference is that small town is still operative in a capitalist yeah. framework. Ultimately. You know? yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we saw the undoing of it, right. because when you take capitalism to its extreme, mm -hmm. it looks like what it's looking like now. Which I think goes without saying. Um, am I pouring all this in there? That no, you, not all you? of it. Just like some. I put some No, no, no. There. All of these colors? This was part of your yeah. color color? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember yours having blue in it. That's a little bit of blue. But yeah, I think that's kind of what we were like 
Uh -huh. Kind of hoping that, yeah, that's good. Mount no, Washington. I mean like. For, oh, no, no, no. Here, take those now. Oh, the Mount Washington would be that Yeah, one. yeah. I mean, because it is, it, it definitely used to be a very, like, yeah. thriving neighborhood of Cincinnati where it was, like, its own condensed yeah. thing. That's yeah. kind of like, I've, I've always yeah. had that desire to live and work in a community and, right. like, be a part of it. And, like, have you seen, hoping. like, the main drag through, like, small. Mount Washington. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a couple blocks, yeah. but it's just, you know, you like little local businesses. Well, that's, that's I mean, a couple most, blocks. That's yeah, enough. right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah you have small everything time. that you need. Or yeah. small yeah. town vibes. Yeah. yeah, everything you need yeah. in two blocks. That's exactly. funny. Yeah, that's funny. And all the like OG Mount Washington errs are all like. Let's come up with uh, a new name for those at some point. Okay. Yeah. yeah, let's let's come back to that. Let's come back to that. Just call them the natives. Yeah, they're all <laughs> resentful at the, the the Kroger that's up there. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it is kind of when you see it, it looks like a castle. Like yeah. it's like a huge wall. Okay. And just and like, just, like blocked off kinda... like the in entire corner of the city, like yeah. the city of the neighborhood. <laughs> the town. Yeah. Oh. I like need a cookie. Oh, okay. uh, they're behind I'm me. That. Hold Ooh, on. That's a stress for Kara. Hold on, I got it. I got How it. Oh, you doing, like, temperature-wise? Are you guys comfortable? Okay. I'm good. I, I think really that's hot. good. Do you want some Do you want some of that? I didn't put it on. Floatrol? Yeah, no, that's not Floatrol. That's coconut serum. I don't know what it does. Do I want it? Do it want? makes, like, little, like, bubbles. Floatrol is, like, what this is. Oh. It's what creates it, it the used, marbling. Yeah. The first time we did it, I'll show you the difference. Um, with actual Floatrol, which I guess is like a brand name, right? It's like a chem no, Floatrol oh, okay. is just like a chemical name. Oh, okay. I don't know well, the actual chemical that we used before using Elmer's glue um, makes it a lot more like waxy and like polished, like glossy, looking, like glossy, oh, yeah. glossy. Yeah, okay. yeah, but it's kind of expensive. You know, we could always like cast resin over them I was if just we really say, want I that. What else you could use? Yeah. A resin can get expensive. I don't know. Resin yeah. makes me nervous. It seems like such a serious chemical reaction. Right, and that's yeah. kind of how I was feeling with like the Floatrol too. Really? It's like I don't know what this is. Right. Like, I mean, Elmer's glue is at least not toxic. Like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that thing about choosing in fear all the time. Like True. My, my mind always there's that's where the marbles go. Mm -hmm. To this, what's wrong here? Yeah. yeah. Always looking for that. I'm so grateful to be in a place to challenge that right now. I feel yeah. so good about that. Yeah. That's awesome. What, yeah. What's the origin of that? Like, your sensitivity to, like, what's in these chemical stuff? Because, like, you know... Um, getting pregnant. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, there, I had, like, spurts of it throughout my life. Were you reacting to, to stuff? No, 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 no. Or just I just, like, needed to protect to, the child. Yeah, okay. Mm. I can't, like I said, like, it was always something I was in, attracted to, but, like... In in the ecosystem I existed in at the time, it was not supported. It was like foo foo hippie crazy person kind of response, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's and unfortunate. Yeah, but so. it's okay. It's all you know. It's all perfect. Sure. But um, yeah, I just like the the real issue was I didn't feel confident or comfortable enough to express myself as myself. So mm -hmm. it wasn't even about them. You know, mm -hmm. it would be nice. It would have been nice and probably easier to have more receptivity. But sure. generally speaking, it was a core issue. I wasn't committed. I didn't really get my why, you know. And mm -hmm. then I got pregnant, and I thought, yeah, no, all these, all the these, why. yeah, all these things that I knew to be true about the stuff I was putting in my body. I was like, okay, it's time. This is my reason mm -hmm. to commit. Yeah. Um, and it started like Check you know healthy, and slowly just turned into like 
again, being in an ecosystem where it wasn't, I wasn't being received well. Yeah. When I told Taylor's mom at the time I lived with her mm -hmm. um, that I was going to have a natural birth, she like challenged that. She really? was like, oh, yeah, I doubt that. Something like uh, that. Like, yeah. It just wasn't like received well. She was like, yeah. you'll that's see. That's, that's such like a normal thing that you hear though, you know, like if anybody's considering that yeah. or like anybody, like my mom ended up having to do a natural birth with mm -hmm. me, but that was like, oh my God, you're crazy for doing that. Yeah. And that's just like, what yeah. people say. Yeah, it's you know? programmed. Yeah, it's programmed. it is. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. At the time, I didn't know not to fault her for it. You mm -hmm. know, I was like, my heart was broken and she right. wasn't supportive. Yeah. Um, and so it just kind of went from there, I guess. I, then I started to realize that the child would be born and people would want to hold her and people would want to take care of her. Yeah. But like, but all this stuff that you don't agree with is mm -hmm. what we need to be doing. You know? Right. So it just kind of went and just snowballed, I mm -hmm. think. What was the question? <laughs> Just like what your what initial how the fear stemmed or, or inspiration to yeah, be like right. like clean like natural cleaning. Oh, like, yeah, I think yeah. that's super respectful. Oh, absolutely. You know? Thanks. But I I can also see not to put words in your mouth, but I could see like I see it in myself. It it becomes a certain like neurosis if it's like mm. you can never expose yourself to a chemical. Right. You right. know because shit. This stuff's in the air. Yeah. It's in our food. Whether so, we but want here's to. the thing. Like I got over, years ago, I feel like I got over the possibility of having chemicals in my own body. I don't know if I said this to you guys the other night or in some other space I was talking about this in, but like, I believe the human can adapt. I said this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, all of this knowledge, like that, I wish to implement and live in, seems to disappear when I think about my daughter. Yeah. Like I'm just so. Afraid. Hold on, say that again. What mm -hmm. disappears? This this knowingness that I have, this trust that I have. Oh, I see. From my own experience, my mm -hmm. ability to detach yeah. from the one to twelve thousand chemicals I'm going to come in contact with, no matter what I choose to eat. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, but when it, yeah, something about so having true. a tiny person, I'm like, mm -hmm. somehow randomly pretending that I can control or like filter everything right. for her. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's, like, it's like I mean, you always want better for your kids. Like, it's like yeah. you know what you maybe wanted or yeah. needed at the time, and that was you, you want better right. for your kid. Right. Yeah. You want to give her the absolute slope. best chance, right? For and sure. when you know better, you do better. Right. And you know maybe our parents didn't necessarily know better at the time, yeah. but now we know better. But yeah. it's still like yeah. not quite right there, where it's like yeah. mainstream, you know. Mm -hmm. But there has to be a balance back too mm -hmm. to the trust. Yeah, because. I have been absolutely miserable, if I'm being honest, like trying to filter everything. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, and I, I think it served us well for the yeah. time that it did, but mm -hmm. I just have to let go more. Yeah. I just have to. That's Don't okay. have to, yeah. but desire yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the healthier choice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've had a great time since she's since I let go. That's great. She's been staying with yeah. her dad, and I'm having a great time. Good. Yeah. I think she's okay too. I'll, I'll yeah, make sure she tomorrow. Is. She's with her dad. Exactly. Because yeah. everything is perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Like you said, she's with her dad. Yeah. You know? Right. He helped bring her here. He did. He's her dad. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I feel you. Karen and I listened to a um, pretty stark podcast a few weeks or months ago about like just the roundup chemical like in the atmosphere oh, and yeah. the soil like 
It is. Like, if you want to name one single, like, most evil thing, and you know that I don't like using that terminology, yeah. evil and stuff yeah. like that, but if you want to talk about something that has, been, that has word. been insidious for the earth yeah, and yeah. for the human yeah. species, it is like Monsanto. so many, likely hundreds of people aware, way aware of what it's doing, yeah. what it's capable of doing, before mm -hmm. we, like, are light years close to finding the information that we now have about it. That, to me, is what makes it evil. Yeah. I'm sorry, say it one more time. <laughs> um, likely hundreds of people already knew. Right, By the time it becomes... Yeah, we have it access become, to the, to the proof lights. of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what makes it evil. I know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that... It's a <gasps> patent. And, yeah, I mean, the whole thing... Perfect. I don't have enough information, and I don't want to spread, like, you know, fear... But I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. And, and and I believe in what you were saying, the adaptive mm. nature of not just humanity, but the earth. You know, yeah, I mean, there's... I'm so glad you said that. There's fungi species that can eat plastic and right. eat... Um, oil. Oil. Mm -hmm. Maybe that. Maybe not plastic yet. No, I think they were talking about one that... Or, like, maybe they were talking about, like, trying to grow one. I don't know. But definitely the oil, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's put it into, you know, put it into the universe. Like, yeah, we, we have discovered that. It's out there. I totally believe that. And that's why I don't go nuts over, like, making sure... I mean, don't get me wrong, I recycle. And I'm honestly, like, astounded at how many people I know personally that don't. Really? Yeah. And, I um, who I know right now do. Most and it's a weird know. space for me because I, like, I want to have that conversation, but I don't want to come off judgy. And I know right. even just the way I just said it now sounded so judgy, judgy but it's just like i guess it's no, astounding to me because like it seems like the easiest thing that we can do to do our part just for the environment is just like just not different bucket literally just not yeah. buying bottled water and right. having recycling right yeah. you, know? Which, you know it's really not good for you and i get it because there's you know this idea oh. that bottled water is better for you but like the investment in a Berkey filter is so worth it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're probably going to be paying close to that in bottled water expenses anyway. Eventually, yeah. And it's yeah. just like, but if you do drink bottled water, like, at least be throwing those plastic bottles that you're using. Like, I hope you're drinking enough water, because we need a lot of what, like, how many bottles yeah. of water would you have to drink right. to, like, really get, yeah, right. Right. right, something like that, daily. Good point. So, I really water, don't mean no. that to sound judgy, it's just, you know. It's a lot of plastic. It's a lot of plastic. Not to mention. That's one person, like, if we all decided to not buy bottled water, that would be a huge positive impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. I wonder what it will take. You know what I mean? Like, to get everybody on the same I don't want team. it to be mm -hmm. catastrophe. Yeah. I don't want catastrophe. Well, to what be is what catastrophe motivates. at this point? Like how much further are oh, we going to go? I don't want to go to specifics of what <laughs> catastrophe could be. No, this be, is a, yeah. not could, a question meant get, to be. It could get it could get catastrophic. Oh, no way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you mean? Are you saying that like I was actually, You're saying I was, that we're like it's already catastrophic? Yeah. That was what I was feeling. Yeah. But like it could get way more uncomfortable no. way. I didn't really want to go there. Yeah. I'm sorry I said it. No, it's okay, because you already know that I feel that. Yeah. And I don't want to say I actively worry about it, but I, I want to be conscientious about how I'm actively investing 
into a smoother flow, into right. motivating out it of does. positivity, yeah. not out of desperation and out of yes. catastrophe. Because... Not out of desperation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fear can be a teacher, desperation can be a catalyst for growth. Mm -hmm. But we, uh, yeah. we've spent enough time thinking and, and talking about, we've been having this conversation recently mm -hmm. about this, about not acting out of desperation, about, you know, motivating out of wisdom and positivity. And like, if I'm thinking about it and talking about it, I have to be acting on it. I think that's partially like... If not, the energy stays stagnant. Exactly. Exactly. Like that's physical, what I was about to say. Because we live in a physical world. Yeah, we that's... have to bring physicality into the picture, or it's just reeling. Which do, it doesn't feel bad all the time to have that, you know, heady vibe about stuff. But to, yeah, we have to give. But it, it has to be implemented into. Life. It's 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 thoughtful if it leads to positive action. If it's just a mental loop, just that heady kind it's of bullshit, thing. you know. It's just another distraction. Exactly. So, Ooh. yeah, that, that really leads me, That's that, that can be a huge reason for me dwelling in depressive states mm. is when I'm not physically embodying yeah. alignment with what I think about and talk about, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. that's just like real growth shit and it's, it's, is what it is, I'm just still navigating it, I'm still sure. finding the tools to practice right. that skill. Right. Um, do I even like this? What? For instance. Well, I wouldn't even like this. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm partial to the pinks. Yeah. It's like, looks like a toad. It looks like a oh. woman backwards. You know what it really looks something. like is Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> it does! It does! It definitely does look like Jar Jar Binks. That's phenomenal. I'm glad I didn't have to explain what Jar Jar Binks oh, no, I, I am a, a whole fan That's of Jar Jar Binks. That's the one Star Wars I've seen. Um, yeah. at, at Yamani's... That one night, somebody, it must have been Zach, was talking about this theory that Jar Jar Binks is like the evil force behind the <laughs> Star Wars. That's like, hilarious. That's what it all points to. I can't even get into that. <laughs> we're, we're like Star Wars virgins. Kara, have you ever really? even seen the first three? I've only seen the one with Jar Jar. Wow. Yeah, like that's I've cool. seen totally I've cool. seen the first trilogy, I'm but I was a kid. Not into it. I was like also, a very I, young, very young kid. I've watched it a lot since I saw it as a kid. I would like to revisit or like actually it's go definitely through not the as cool now. But the first three are still pretty cool. They're right? classics. Yeah, they're yeah, classics. Yeah. But they're not. Are you saying like the new ones aren't nearly as cool? Uh, I, I, or I, just like I in like general the first series. First new one, whatever number that was. Yeah, we did see that one. Um, Were you there? Or maybe I just saw what? it with my family. Uh, New Hope movie, or whatever no, it's called, Return of the Jedi, some shit like that. that I'm not sure. I'm not but one thing, uh, one one positive thing from that podcast that we had listened to about Monsanto and such. Hmm. Um, and like I said, I don't want to get into like details of the the ne negative stories about it because I think it kind of you know you can <laughs> you can kind of come to those conclusions yourself. But one of the positive things was what what was it, Kara? There was like it was like if we had a populace of what like five percent bought organic. 
It was like 14%, 14% I think. Yeah, yeah. And we're at that 5%. Is so doable. I think we're at like 5 or 6%. That is so doable. It's honestly a little shocking that we're only at 5% of the population buys organic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah. I really thought it would be more. Yeah, I know. I mean, um, that's a lot of people, though. I mean, yeah, but it's, numbers yeah, it's wise, a lot of people, you know, but it's not, but a, big not a lot of percentage. But I'm saying that that's like, that's like a good sign, you know? That's a lot of people, yeah. you know? That, if they feel like that's heartening. Well, but there's so many people in the world. Yeah, like, but I'm but trying we have to look at the here. Yeah, yeah. Be, well, well, you know, what if you think about say, it and you really like put it to the person, you're like, wow, that's a lot of people. And like all those people are affecting people. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's so it yeah, makes it a very right. doable number. That's exactly what I was going to say mm -hmm. is that to me, the positive of it is that I think that's super doable. That 14% is not a lot. It's not a hefty percent by right. any means. 14%? It's not even a quarter, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so, it, the point being, if we had that percentage of people... Actually, this was a different documentary. But anyway, um, they were saying if we had, like, 14% organic, like, that would essentially, like, be enough uh, buying power and, like, enough of to a hurt, movement yeah. to hurt Monsanto that and to make it, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. To uh, undermine their grip, their grip of the. Okay, what are you looking for? Um, cookies. I guess my. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh. I like that I brought cookies and I'm eating them all. No, I love that you brought. I thought you were gonna say I like that I brought cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Actually, I haven't even had one yet. We better hurry up. Yeah. Alright, that's where I'm going to cap this one, so thank you for listening so far, and if you've made it this far, I've got a question for you. So how do you feel about long-form podcasts? Because I decided to cut this one in half because, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of getting into the podcasting game, and I don't want to scare people away if they see a two-hour long episode. Um, so just curious, is that the type of podcast that you would be into listening to, or do you tend to think... Uh, the longer it is, the less likely I am to listen to it. Just kind of curious. So definitely let me know. Um, like I said, there's a Discord that you can join if you want to join the conversation deeper. Um, definitely shoot a comment in this YouTube video and other ways of connecting. And uh, definitely let me know that question for sure. Um, the next part of this, I think I will release it at some point. I just don't know the time frame. But yeah, like I said at the beginning, we I feel like we get a little bit sillier. And, uh, favorite flavors of Pop-Tarts and stuff like that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different take, but, um, but I think it's, I think it's pretty funny and, uh, I'm sure I'll share it at some point. Um, anyway, to, uh, end my rambling here, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.